It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is your World in 10 for Wednesday the 8th of February. I'm Eleanor Shearwood. And I'm Toby Gillis. Time's running out to find survivors after Syria and Turkey were hit by deadly earthquakes. There is a massive international response to what is an increasingly severe situation. And President Biden delivers a message of unity in his State of the Union address. Time and again, Democrats and Republicans came together, building bridges connecting our nation and our people. The Times of London. 20,000 people are feared to have died after deadly earthquakes struck Turkey and Syria on Monday. At the time of recording, over 9,000 people were confirmed to have been killed. But many survivors are still trapped under the rubble and rescuers are warning time's running out. Search teams from all over the world worked through another freezing cold night. But the cold weather's making it increasingly unlikely to find survivors and is affecting rescue projects. A second Taiwanese team and one from South Korea are the latest to join the rescue effort. Gabriel Gavin's a reporter in Istanbul and spoke to the Times of London this morning. It's another freezing day here in Turkey. Temperatures have plummeted below zero across much of the east of the country. You've seen a real spike in the number of rescuers being able to get out to the area that's affected by the earthquake. You've got 25,000 emergency workers there now, including foreign counterparts. We had the Japanese rescue team arrive yesterday. China's team are en route. And there is a massive international response to what is an increasingly severe situation. On social media, there's footage of a baby being born under the rubble and saved from the wreckage of her home in Syria. In Turkey, this woman's family remain trapped. Our relatives are dead. My sister's daughter died. She was 17. My sister-in-law's children are stranded under rubble. She's there with three children. They're not rescued yet. God, please help us. Please pray for us. Chris Lyons from the disaster response charity React and says help won't just be needed this week. They're human beings, they're people. And so what are we going to do afterwards? You know, these people have lost everything. We need to ensure that there is rapid aid getting to these people so that they're not left stranded afterwards. In Syria, the desperation is even more stark and the US and European Union is being blamed. While damaged roads inevitably hamper the arrival of rescue teams, the country's UN envoy, Bassam Sabak, says American and European sanctions are denying them the use of proper equipment, forcing people to dig through the rubble with their bare hands instead. He says even countries who want to send help can't. Because of the situation and because of the sanctions. That's why we made an appeal for all 
countries, member of the United Nations, to help all Syria needed this assistance. So whenever, whatever we receive, it will be for all Syrians. There's a similar situation for medicines and medical equipment as time runs out to find survivors or save the injured. On the way, the Grammys may have been over the weekend, but the drama hasn't stopped. And a UK ballet production has a very unusual soundtrack. The Times of London. Under pressure and facing almost the lowest approval rating of his entire tenure, US President Joe Biden has issued a rallying cry to both sides of the political divide as he delivered his annual State of the Union address. You know, we're often told that Democrats and Republicans can't work together. But over the past two years, we've proved the cynics and naysayers wrong. Time and again, Democrats and Republicans came together, came together to pass once-in-a-generation infrastructure law, building bridges connecting our nation and our people. In a wide-ranging speech, Mr Biden focused on US policy rather than anything relating to world news. Little mention of the Ukraine war, the recent Chinese surveillance balloon scandal and none whatsoever of the deadly earthquake in Turkey or Syria. Focus instead on persuading Americans, still feeling the pinch of the Covid pandemic, that things are improving for them, that there is more money in their pocket, even if they're not yet feeling it. Two years ago, the economy was reeling. I stand here tonight after we've created, with the help of many people in this room, 12 million new jobs. More jobs created in two years than any president's created in four years because of you all, because of the American people. Mr Biden in front of the parents of Tyree Nichols, killed after a brutal beating by US law enforcement officials after a traffic stop last month, also spoke with emotion about the need for gun control laws and gained general approval for attacking what he calls junk fees when businesses like banks or airlines use hidden charges to hike prices. Analysts say it was a clear attempt to boost his chances of re-election. Ed Kilgore is a political columnist for New York magazine who told the Times of London that much was clear. The catchphrases in it was, we have to finish the job. So that was an appeal not just for what he hopes to accomplish in the next two years, which won't be easy because of Republican control of one chamber of Congress, but what he wants to accomplish presumably in the second term. We'll find out if Biden will run for re-election officially in the next few weeks. Australia's used environmental laws for the first time ever to block the creation of a coal mine near the Great Barrier Reef. The natural beauty is suffering under the threat of global warming, causing mass bleaching and a bleak outlook for its future. The vulnerable World Heritage Site lies just over six miles from the spot intended for a new thermal coal project. But the government says if it gives the go-ahead, it would pose an unacceptable risk of pollution and irreversible damage. Environment Minister Tanya Plibersek says her office received over 9,000 submissions from the public on the issue in just 10 days. Central Queensland Coal, the firm behind it, has so far declined to comment. Now to New Zealand, where their police, customs service and navy are hailing their largest ever drug seizure as a significant blow to an international crime gang after discovering it floating in the sea. They found, quite literally in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, 3.2 tonnes of cocaine wrapped in bags, ironically bearing the logo of crime-busting superhero Batman. 81 bales of the drug were picked up and officials say they've now been taken on a six-day journey back to New Zealand where they'll be destroyed. It's believed they'd come from South America, 
and were destined for Australia. They'd have had a street value of over $300 million. Apparently, the spot, hundreds of miles away from any sort of land, is deliberately used as a so-called floating transit point, where members of the global gang based in Australia would have picked it up to distribute to drug runners. But law enforcement in New Zealand is warning this isn't the end of their battle, saying it's just a glimpse into the lengths these groups will go to in order to circumvent coming to their attention. The Times of London. Now, as Formula One drivers complain of a gag on their freedom of speech, here's John Jackson. Chinese Formula One driver Guan Yu Zhou is the latest member of the grid to speak out over freedom of speech in the sport. The FIA is the governing body of Formula One and updated its international sporting code last December with a clause requiring prior written permission for drivers to make or display political, religious and personal statements or comments at race weekends. The move has been condemned by rights groups and criticised by drivers who've spoken of their unhappiness and uncertainty. Zhou, who is China's only ever driver in the sport, said at the launch of Alfa Romeo's 2023 car on Tuesday that he was not too much into politics, but doesn't think it's the right way to do it. His Alfa Romeo teammates, Finland's Valtteri Bottas, said the FIA move would be a big talking point in Bahrain, ahead of the season-opening race on the 5th of March. Formula One's chief executive, Stefano Domenicali, has responded saying that F1 will never put a gag on anyone. The Times of London Beyoncé fans aren't happy. They think Diplo's accused her of buying her Grammy. The single ladies singer broke the record for the most Grammys ever won over the weekend, but in a video of her going to collect her 30-second award, fans have questioned whether Diplo can be seen saying they bought that. He was competing against her for the same prize. The two have worked together in the past, though. Finally, when you think of ballet, what music comes to mind? We're pretty sure it's not heavy metal, but sautés and plies are meeting, yes, head-banging, as international ballet star Carlos Acosta teamed up with Ozzy Osbourne's Black Sabbath for a new production. Black Sabbath the Ballet will sit alongside the likes of Swan Lake and Sleeping Beauty on a stage in Aussie's hometown of Birmingham, England. Its creator says it's an attempt to bridge the two somewhat contrasting worlds. And that's your World in 10 for Wednesday the 8th of February. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.